Do you want to chug that whole thing on camera? No. Do it. Crack it. Just fucking shotgun the whole thing right now. It's carbonated, right? Dude, come on. Just fucking right in the bottom and... You don't have to. This is for the rock. Get it in there. Get that ASMR. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's fine. (laughs) What if, like, the fast trailer just started playing out of nowhere? (laughs) The Black Widow trailer. The Black Widow trailer and the Fast Furious trailer just started playing. John Cena. John's the the love. That fucking song I've heard. I can tell you. Feel the love. I can feel the love. I have a family member that I know. Is that John Cena speaking? (laughs) (laughs) And here's the Black Widow trailer right after that. Imagine that's how Kanye West shoots a fucking AR-15. Every fucking week, new movies get released. How does anyone ever see these? There are two. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. This Hi. week we watched A Quiet Place Part 2. Before we talk about A Quiet Place, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. If this is your first time here, fucking welcome to the fucking family, first of all. We are uh, the unofficial podcast of Hollywood. Unofficial Hollywood's unofficial podcast, baby. Not official. We have to reiterate that. Yeah. A24 Boys, A24 sponsor the pod, Amazon sponsor the pod, share a clip, send us money, like and comment, subscribe. I'm Chris Collins. I'm Josh Rodriguez. I'm Alex Wilson. Um, so we're going to start with what we've been watching. I'll kick it off. <laughs> I saw you look at me and immediately give up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling the energy over here, guys. Not going to lie. Maybe it's because I'm hopped up on black fucking coffee, but I'm going to kick it off. So I watched uh, on Netflix, I watched Mitchell's versus the Machines. I've heard that title. Don't know what it is. It's great. It's a animated movie. It's a 3D animation. It's very similar to like Spider-Verse. I think some of the Spider-Verse people people were involved. Oh, that uh, must be really fuck fucking yeah. good. It's, it's dope. 3D mixed with like 2D comic booky, not comic booky, but like sketchy and like the that's same sort Sony of animation, right? Is it? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alexa, who did Mitchell's versus the Machines? God damn it. They're like Netflix. Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Hey Google. Who produced Mitchell versus the Machines? Tony Mitchell is a hairstylist. Shut up. <laughs> well, I'm glad I shut you up for Google <laughs> to say nothing. Anyways, like, uh, doesn't matter. Shout out to the AI on our episode. Yeah. The two AIs that both failed. Um, Siri would have done better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the actress. Yeah. <laughs> she's a great actress yeah. by the way look her up Siri Doll great she's actress great Mitchell's versus the Machines All a right. PG movie that I really liked and enjoyed <laughs> it had a pug in it so that like drew me in and uh but it was just a gr- it was a fun movie pretty funny and the style kept me through it like the the art style of the of the movie was like something very unique very mm. interesting um so I I highly recommend it any uh notable voice actors or anything tons of them yeah, yeah I I let me see Eric Andre's in it. Um Fuck yeah. cool. Tons of people, but I can't think of them right now. That's cool. Alexa, what are some who are some actors that are in Mitchell versus the Machines? <laughs> Jesus. 
I didn't expect any less. Just just a fucking Alexis synapse. She slammed the door. Yeah. All right. Anyways, welcome to this movie podcast. There's some people in it. Um, Check out that Netflix movie. It's fine. It was written by a bot, apparently. Yeah. Speaking of uh, animation, I also watched all of Love, Death, Robots season two. Nice. Big recommend. Um, Is it as good as season one? No, Hmm. but it's still really good. Um, I think that's hard to compare when it's an anthology, right? Yeah, the, <clears throat> true. Like they're all different. Yeah, but I think season one had more compelling stories and more interesting art styles, and more <clears throat> varied. Yeah, and it, but, but that's the cool thing about it, though, is like all the art styles are unique each episode. So it's like that, I love that because it's like which ones? What what are they going to do next? Yeah. Like I love the you know thick lines, two D, three D, the mixture, whatever yeah. they're going to do. Seeing what they do next is like always oh, so great. Um. I don't know. I love that series. Um, I, I always want more, but like, um, I, I will say the stories in general are better season one. Season two had some compelling ones, but I think the through line through all of season two is that, and maybe even season one, they're shorts, right? They're 10, 15 minutes each, right? right. Some, some aren't even 10 minutes, but they all feel like they have emergency landings where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like conceptually opening them up. This is getting interesting. And then it's like, and then it ends where it's like, oh, man. It's like and they were like, oh, we got to make it short. Don't forget. Yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, they're all like high concept ideas that, you know, have to end in 10 minutes and damn. 15 minutes. Right. So and, it's and that's cool. Yeah. But it's you, you feel like you're getting the elevator pitch to a movie, which is cool. But also sometimes you're just like, damn, I want this to keep going. So uh, shout out to Love Death Robots. So easy watch you binge right through it so hell yeah dude good shit was that it uh i rewatched uncut gems Ooh, yeah, yeah. shout out Get to that julia fox level a24 shout out to, <laughs> shout out to my girlfriend julia fox um but uh she's like i'm tired of hearing people i don't know say that <laughs> <laughs> well we briefly she reshared our clip, oh yeah so. she, we do know her personally yeah, we I were forgot. in her dms on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> on a technicality. We're different. You, you admire her on, on her page. We're in her DMs <laughs> because she shared a clip. Anyways. Uh, she's great. She's a great actress. Great actress. Uh, Uncut Gems was, I was like, I had not seen it since I saw it in the theater. And Man. I was like, it was one of those movies where I was like, you know what? I don't think I'll ever have to rewatch it. I don't know if I want to just because of the stress level. That actually changed me like genetically for like two days. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're shitting harder. Like, <laughs> I was just operating. Yeah. yeah. I was operating on a higher frequency for, for like sure. two or three days after that movie. Just the stress. Like, like looking like, over your shoulder dude, and shit. It's and what, funny how they produce like the, the Sadfi brothers like are able to produce chemical reactions in your body totally just by watching something that they did the crazy thing about them is their style is stress yeah like good time is just like ah and i'm like where can i get more of this yeah (laughs) and then uncut gems same thing it's it's actually i love their movies but man uh i would hate to be the editor as i was watching this i was like there's so much crosstalk there's six people (laughs) talking on top on top of each other it seems so real and raw that's what makes it so good right like it seems like these the acting is incredible or it's the directing or the mix of, I don't know. Cause like the way it seems like this is just a window into these people's lives, the way they Definitely. shoot it. Like it all seems like, Oh, there was six words in the script and the rest is just them going off is how it feels. Right. Right. Like it, especially Adam Sandler, like snubbed as fuck, by the way, man. dude, a fucking shame. A fucking his because he's Adam shame. Sandler. The yeah. same year, the two popes were nominated for best actor. Both 
popes. Yeah. Both popes in the two popes. You can't get the fucking Sandman. And not Adam Sandler. It's because of Jack and Jill. Yeah, it's because he was Happy Madison. He's done Happy Madison yeah. movies. Shouts to our boy. Smart movie. Smart movie. The man. Uh, but yeah, um, Uncut Gems is fucking fantastic, of course. Check that out. It's It's a high-stress thing. And even though I knew the ending, and even though I knew everything, I was like, man... I am still. I had to consciously stop and go. This is just a movie. Take a deep breath. Right. I was wow. like consciously like, okay. I could feel my stress. I could feel like all that shit and just like, yeah. Uh, Spoilers, but you're like, oh, he's still alive. It's okay. It's all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, I knew the whole time, but man, still, still, still a fucking journey of a movie. I've seen so many clips where it's like. Uh, Someone's watching Uncut Gems and they're like for self help or like what is it for? Um, God damn it! What is the fucking phrase, dude? For you know self care. That's what it is. Oh, okay. It's for self care. And then as soon as Adam Sandler opens the door, they just shut the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. For self care, dude. Yeah, they just turn off Uncut Gems. Like, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> What a good ending. Yeah. He got the money and he's gone. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. Okay. Um, Self-care. Anyways, that's all I've been watching. Um, that up. Josh, you want to go next? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so I finally finished Alex's show, uh, Devs. Yes. Um, what do you think? What a journey that Isn't show Isn't the takes. ending as good as I told you it would be? You did. Yeah, you mentioned that. Thank uh, God we have someone like Alex who consciously and always recommends really big brain good things on this show. If you want some big brain recommendations, skip whatever Chris is saying and watch what I'm recommending. As Chris, I totally agree. You're the one that recommends the highbrow, top-down fucking visual language cinematography, Alex Garlic, Jazz Times. <laughs> Anyways, I recommended Devs to Josh for those who aren't aware, and it's now both of our favorite show. Yeah, in between his mukbangs on YouTube that he recommends, he mm-hmm. threw in one of the best series ever produced by Alex Garland. But I, I, think, I think being able to uh, do both, you know what I mean? Get you a man that can do both. Exactly. Sure. The yeah. mukbangs and also the big brain energy like, uh, like Devs. It's about the Jokers. It's about CPS took our kids, mukbang. It's about... <laughs> Devs. <laughs> the trifecta. Yes. Yeah. So uh, how's Devs? It was fucking great. Wow, man. that's crazy. That's so good. Um, What'd you think about the caveman episode? It, what? The you, you cave paintings. The cave paintings. Oh, that was fucking sick. That one I was like, damn. I think that... <laughs> damn. Damn. I really, really wish uh, that... I think one thing that I brought up about devs is that like you can't really predict anything that's going to happen in that show. Nope. Like it's so Dude, it yeah. like it subverts your expectations and completely goes off the rails. I mean, you're you begin with this character that is not there the entire fucking season. And you're you're expecting to to be with them the whole fucking time. Uh, fucking watch devs immediately. Yeah, yeah. It's the I best. don't want to spoil anything, but man, it, it was, was my number one on my top shit of 2020. I think you're thinking about my top shit. It, I, <laughs> oh, am I? Loved am I thinking of I your top shit? Loved devs. Yeah. Devs. If I yeah, I'm sure you did. I love Ron killed it in devs. <laughs> Um, and I also watched uh, Friends the Reunion. Really? Ooh, did you really? Is that out? I fucking watched it, yeah. Can I ask you did something? Did you watch Friends? No. Okay. Can Not I, really. I, I saw a few episodes. Chris, what's your question? Why? I mean, I kind of... I don't know. I guess I wanted to see Matthew Perry <laughs> looking rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you see his hairline all the way to the back of his skull. 
<laughs> Looking As a like guy that has no hair. That guy is the definition of five head. Like he's like fucking boom. Yeah. You know, Looking like, like Gary Oldman and Churchill. But he's yeah. Man, he, man's doesn't have dreams. He has movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dude has IMAX movies, man. <laughs> Dude, he, he and shout out to Big Brain though. I mean, he is he seems like a big brain dude. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Fucking, but yeah, I've but. heard the worst stories about him. Okay, I mean, he's been through it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Courtney Love as well. Oh, is she Courtney an Love. Sorry, Courtney Cox. Yeah, I was Courtney, like Courtney. Cox. Yeah, I heard Courtney Cox. Yeah, boy. Yeah, and then Jennifer Aniston is like, oh, angelic yeah, as fuck. <laughs> she's looking great. She great looks actress. great, but like her voice is old. Yeah, sure naturally you're like you damn she aged it's no, like well no, no, yeah no. no it's just it feels weird yeah you can't yeah. get plastic surgery on your inside <laughs> <laughs> i mean um, well, okay yeah but yeah i mean well anyways um <laughs> yeah i mean i mainly uh, i like behind the scenes footage and like people getting together i like documentaries about shit like this you know is it a documentary is it just i'm like on a couch talking about stuff or do they do an episode of friends they don't do an episode of friends which okay. is kind of what i was expecting but it's more so behind the scenes footage and them talking about it and they actually do a like table reads of like famous scenes from the show oh sure but here's where they fucking <laughs> okay. fall off dude Here's where they fall off. It's the, friends. The panel, <laughs> the panel is hosted by James Corden. Oh, oh no! The Paddington Bear. I fucking hate that guy. It's like, oh, are we doing car karaoke? You showed up to the Friends reunion. Great. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect no, branding. For I don't cringe. There. He was just all of a sudden famous one day. And I, don't I was get like, it. who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like he had know, like I saw I started seeing clips of like him on like the like his version of the Tonight Show and I was like, I guess he's a new guy on late night stuff. Like I guess that's him now. Yeah, yeah, he's, that, he's that's what I'm saying. The new chosen one for late yeah. night, and I'm like, why? What and the fuck, man? And then Conan O'Brien just gets pushed aside dude, at yeah. every turn. Yeah, he's like it's endless. all a game. It's all politics up there, yeah. dude. Conan is like the only one that can like on every every interview that he does he's like on their level yeah. you know yeah. what i mean yeah yes it feels can, like a personal conversation yeah well there's that but they he can also play ball with them comedically yes where it's like he can let them shine he can pick them up when they're falling right. he can like it's a it's Dude. more of a ping pong match where it's like and, and it, it's as simple as like going back and seeing interviews with harrison ford and who can get the most out of harrison ford because he's who, like fuck you yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely doesn't want to fucking be there yeah anytime conan o'brien interviews harrison ford it's like it is fucking like textbook awkward perfect humor yeah because he'll just kind of like sit there with him he'll, yeah he'll, he'll just, just sit, sit there and <laughs> stew with him yeah you know harrison ford's just like you can't not address Conan's it looking yeah. at him straight like, in the eye like that's great <laughs> love it do you like and, and he leans into it yeah he, oh man he's so fucking great he's an that. actual i feel like he's an actual comedian where you know there's a lot of late night people that they're they may have been i mean dude, conan was harvard a, dude. yeah but he was yeah. also a writer on simpsons for a long time so right yeah. snl and the simpsons SNL. but you're forgetting about the seth hilarious Meyer. seth myers the funniest S- man in comedy there are some people that are good snl writers and eh. they and, or they're good writers but they're not Good performers. This yes. is one of the things we talked about last week. With right. um, who is the guy that has the sketch comedy show you, t- you watch? Michael Che. Michael Che. I think he's fucking hilarious. I think he's a great writer. I think he's great, great on writer. News Update or whatever. We can. Yeah. I don't picture him as like a Dave Chappelle, like committing to a sketch comedy bit. He's too serious. Yeah. Like he's. Too- I get that. Like, and in his show, he isn't as front and center as Chappelle is yeah. in his show. But same as Seth Meyers, I don't picture him like in sketches. I don't. He's but, not the vibe. But to me, James Corden is none of those things. Yep. And yep. he is just a worse 
if that's possible, uh, Jimmy Fallon. He just has an accent. Just sucking on the teat of Hollywood and, you know, not being the unofficial podcast of exactly. Hollywood. Hey, while we're on the topic of late night stuff, I know it's all getting back to normal now, but something that un like irrationally triggers me about late Let's night. Let's go for it. Let's go for is it. Here we go. John Oliver monologue. <laughs> Chris is about to get his fucking. Here's the thing about John Oliver. He <laughs> says the same things and always it talks like this. That's like I make an analogy about a duck going into a goose, going into a pond. What are you doing in the goose? What are you doing in the pond? You're a duck. That's John Oliver. Right. Anyways, back to my fucking what I get mad triggered by. Um, that whole string of months where they recorded on their fucking webcams on Zoom. You're a fucking network television show. Entertainment. Oh, we're we're in COVID also. Send a camera package and a mic package to your fucking talent's house. Set it up. You know, you can do that within six feet. Tell them to hit record. Send that. You are not going to record a fucking late night monologue on your fucking Mac webcam and microphone. That's fucking stupid. It's intentionally being done to be relatable during exactly. COVID. Exactly. Fuck that. Yeah. That pisses me off we had better quality on our fucking podcast during covid than nbc that's fucking stupid yeah well they do the, another the daily so show mad with Trevor Noah. for no reason <laughs> why, why do i i go super saiyan when i talk about that why and i didn't know that you watch late night television i don't i would see i don't <laughs> I just I, hate it it just would stumble across my twitter feed or my instagram i would see like fallon or uh, uh Tr- trevor noah daily show doing a monologue from his fucking living room in his sweatshirt on a webcam Wait, and i'm put like put it on some books get the angle higher you heard of a dslr you heard of shoot it on your iphone it would be better yeah seriously i was in and it's the laptop mic yeah and i was just like Uh, this is not this is a a a top level tv production what the fuck imagine carson seeing all of that he's like what is all this (laughs) (laughs) got a load of this yeah (laughs) that's not show business i tell you Anyways. The three worst Carson Carson impressions. <laughs> so now that my mood is ruined, how was a frenzy reunion? Well, that's where we oh, were. No. Dude, so James Corden, that was fucking terrible. That was <laughs> okay. that, that was a terrible aspect of it. <laughs> we're just like not we're just gonna like not address the black sheep of the like the fucking next level trigger rant I just did and just move right along. We're just like, okay. It's expected. Know. This is the podcast. Right. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies. <laughs> Um, I'm ashamed. Welcome to Chris Gets Mad. <laughs> Welcome to Chris Gets Mad, the pod. Chris Gets Mad over stuff that doesn't fucking matter to the podcast. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah. That's that's being his best friend for 10 years. <laughs> um, Single, by the way. James Gordon was fucking terrible. No point. I don't know why he hosted the goddamn thing. I just wanted to hear their behind the scenes. I didn't need a live audience for this. It was fucking <clears throat> pointless. Uh, they had there a- was a live audience? Yes. Yes. For the panel, yeah. <laughs> fucking so stupid. Um, so how was Matthew Perry? That's what you're getting to, right? How's the five head? Um, he's he looks better now. Okay, they look fine. They all look fine. And fucking, of course, Matt LeBlanc is the best. Right. To be fair, we we shouldn't hate on people for aging. No, no, I'm, we should I'm definitely not. <laughs> doing that. Um, but I mean, I'm probably on my way to five head. I'll be there. My you think so? If 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 it's, if it's anything like my dad, who looks like uh, like a comical like like Akira. <laughs> <laughs> He lo- like yeah. One Punch Man. My dad. My dad looks like uh, uh, like a comic book version of Albert Einstein. Yeah. Where it's like like the evil version, where it's just like mad scientists. Yeah. And like during COVID, there was a there, dude. There was a period during COVID. I'll have to send you this. There was a where he wasn't getting a haircut, and my and my <laughs> stepmom sent us a picture of my dad just 
in the living room, like, and it was just him looking. <laughs> and I responded with a picture of Beethoven <laughs> with like his, you know, that picture I'm talking yeah. about where he's like, dun, dun. his you, widow's peak yeah. is, is just a knife. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's it's just, just a, a lion in his. Yeah. It's literally just one single hairline. <laughs> just like, <laughs> and you just hear Beethoven's ninth thing. Dun, 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 dun. I, dude, I'll have to send you that. My dad straight up had a fucking mane. <laughs> And it was it was hel- it was holding on by a thread. And that is like it, like it was becoming its own entity behind him, and it was just barely holding on to the top of its widow peak by like a few hairs. And just, like, <laughs> ping, ping, just all five head, dude. Uh, shouts to uh, the special. I mean, that, that part was fucking lame. Just anything that doesn't have to do with the um, the actual show. Uh, but it was cool, and you know, I like behind the scenes <clears throat> shit, so that was fine. Uh, I also <clears throat> watched brand new show, guys. For my true crime bloods out there, oh shit! The blood relatives have to check this out. Uh, it's called Body Cam, Ooh. and it exists on yeah. Investigation Discovery. That sounds yeah. stressful. It sounds awful. So, you anytime know, I see body cam footage, just the format triggers me. Like dun 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 dun. Yeah. dun. <laughs> so, anxiety, anxiety, yeah. anxiety. In the same vein of cops, in the same vein of live PD, which are now canceled because of you know the world, cops being shitty. Uh, a lot of them. There is a new show on Investigation Discovery called Body Cam, where it's all body cam footage. Nightmare. And, you know, one-on-one interviews. Yeah. So, like, the the cops telling their story about the footage from the body cam. And it's fucking stressful as fuck. In the second episode, there's a cop that goes into a garage uh, chasing after this, this guy who apparently is, like, shooting his family or, like, attempting to murder his family. Uh, it goes into the garage, and the guy is like under his motorcycle that tipped over, and the cop has a stun gun, and he's like, "Hey, man, you need to, you know, you need to show me your hands or whatever." And the guy from under the motorcycle pulls up a fucking Glock, and Bruh. on the body cam, so it's fucking first person, dude. Jesus, you see Christ. the fucking barrel pull up, shoots him four fucking slugs in the chest, dude. On TV, on television, it is. Fucking stressful, dude. But God forbid we show a woman's nipple in a TV show. For real, we can show an actual cop getting shot, and then but we can't show some nudity and some sex, dude. It was fucked. But anyways, the guy lived. Uh, but like that's good. So well, that's great. So the then after the guy gets shot and like you know <clears throat> now they're having to move away from this fucking garage where this guy's clearly like held up. Uh. The other, it switches to his partner's body cam of the guy fucking bleeding out and shit and having to like save him, tourniquets and then gauze in like the band of brothers shit. Dude, it is, and it's real life. Yeah. Dude, like this is real life. (laughs) Anyway, it shows great. (laughs) Please check that shit out. It is. That sounds awful. I'm not going to watch that. It's great. For the sake of my cortisol levels, I'm going to never watch that. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. Um, I'd rather watch Uncut Gems. Yeah, I mean, and you see it uh, like it's hard to be like, well, this is propaganda for police. No, it's like, no, this is just actual police stories. It's it not, happened. It's not leaning blue or red or whatever the fuck. It's it's just saying that, um, yeah, th- this is th- this is the story that happened. What if like between every like violent police encounter, they just have like a normal traffic stop that goes perfectly well? 
Like, oh, like, like, like we can't like, show that. Pop, 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 pop. Oh my god, plug the plug the holes, plug my abdomen. I'm bleeding out, I'm bleeding out. <laughs> the and next one's like, ma'am, no, ma'am, you're going a little fast. And <laughs> she's, she's like, like but can't I? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's like, no, it's okay, it's okay. It's, it's like so- a little lady with her like beehive haircut poking above the steering <laughs> yeah, wheel. Just, her, just yeah. her glasses are peeking over the dash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is old lady at Pixar of a human, just like fucking. There was, I'm sorry. Yeah. There was one in Michigan where this guy like pulled. Uh, I mean, he was. He pulled over a guy, not pulled over, whatever. He stopped because a guy was walking on the highway, like on the, the feeder or whatever. The Why can't I do that? Yeah, and he's like, hey, man, like, I give you a ride. Like, you know, like, where are you going? He's like, oh, he I'm pulled out his gun. <laughs> <laughs> he's dude. like, Canada. And the guy pulled out a fucking knife, dude. A fucking butcher knife. To a I cop was, that's I was offering. Kidding. Dude, pulled out a fucking knife and tried to, and he tried to, like, stab him and the cop was like what are you doing what the fuck are you doing and the guy's like kill me just fucking kill oh, me suicide no. by cop. Not yeah. Like that. yeah oh fucking jesus yeah this show sounds great man can't wait to watch sounds that. like a show. good time body cam on investigation discovery check it out <laughs> investigation discovery plus max yeah is that discovery channels thing or something id id yeah you never heard of id nope question everything okay it's a channel or it's a streaming service it's a channel are you ready? Are you ready? It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, whatever. I, I have Hulu for the Oscars once a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for me. Fan. Cool. Um, I watched the new JCS on YouTube because there's a new episode of oh. Jim Can't Swim Psychological Profiling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that a... Uh, uh, it, it has it been a while? Yeah, he he's like <clears throat> JCS on YouTube is like the most in-depth like notes it, the it's, amount of research it takes yeah, to do one it, of his episodes better i would dare say better than pretty much every netflix crime doc is like watch in just one episode of his shit it's yeah. so good because this is one of the youtube recommendations i can actually get behind from alex and there's no fluff to it there's no right. like you know th- it's not written by anybody exactly Does that make sense? he's just conveying the information in so great it's so good it's, it's like a research paper but like yeah yeah but, but entertaining it's yes. yeah it's criminal psychology it's basically he analyzes the criminals reactions the and what i think is the most interesting is the detectives um yeah. interrogation yeah, he breaks tactics down, yes breaks down the methods oh, interrogation from the, body language to where they sit to what they're yeah, doing dude this to their the, 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 the all the strategies so fucking he just pulls the curtain exactly back, the most recent episode is about um more sad shit on this recommend, but it's about the Parkland shooter, this mm, uh, kid that did a school right. shooting, obviously. And he... We got plenty of those. Which one? Right. Uh, the Parkland one. I think there's only one at Parkland. Fuck. Um, and it... So he go. There's a part where Make he goes... Make it harder to get a fucking gun sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. It's some... What, yeah. Sorry. <sighs> go ahead. But yeah, the... He goes frame by frame to break down, like how this kid is like lying with this body language and like it, it's it's so fucking you just have to see it if you're interested in the psychology of criminals and shit like that i think yeah. i saw the thumbnail where he's like he's trying to pretend to be a psychopath exactly yeah I yes saw that. yeah it's fucking fascinating dude yeah really good shit JC, jcs is fucking top tier king if he gets a like an actual show he deserves one he genuinely deserves one if netflix and hulu isn't reaching out or prime isn't they're reaching fucking out to get, stupid they're fucking stupid yeah straight up mm. um also two rewatches this week i rewatched the classic fargo oh a good rewatch fucking excellent steve, fucking steve buscemi dude steve buscemi roger deakey's 
Didn't you yeah. do that? Yeah, yeah. Roger, Roger Deakey. Uh, there were like there are some shots that like you like you just see him and you're like, oh, this is definitely Roger Deakey. Yeah, like yeah, and it's Coen Brothers too. So. Yeah, the the, 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 the collab, Deakey, the Deakey Cohen collab, dude. Favorite photography director, F- the dude. best photography director. Can I tell you guys a? An, sorry to derail, but can I tell Go you guys for- an awesome story about Roger Deakins? I heard. Yeah. Okay. So by the way, he sh- fucks. <laughs> he fucks for sure. He fucks light. How about that? Yeah. Um, you ever clap light? You ever clap light? You ever fuck a there's photon? A, there's a picture of Roger Deakins like. <laughs> clapping. Dude, we should post that just when you clap light. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So Roger Deakins, uh, for those that don't know, best cinematographer in the fucking game. Look at his IMDb. Uh, here's a, a fun story I heard. Dune. Uh, du- dude. Dude. It's going to clap so I can't hard. wait. I can't wait for him to clap my fucking eyeballs. Seriously. So first of all, shout out to Roger Deakins. He just turned 72, I think. So, And he also has a podcast, so shout out to that. So I, I met this person that uh, recently that worked with him on something. So cool. th- he was doing... He was working with... Um, this director was working with Pixar to... They were writing like lighting simulations. They were writing like some 3D rendering or sure. something for Pixar. They're like, we want to get lighting. RTX. Right. Some shit. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so they brought in cinematographers to consult on the lighting they were writing. One of those people was Roger Deakins. He's like, you, you do you have you seen light before? <laughs> <laughs> so he came in and he and they had all this lighting set up and stuff like actual lights. And so they were taking notes on the stuff he was doing to light a scene and create a certain look, etc. So he he basically uh, created this whole thing with a key light, a soft panel, backlight, rim lighting, this beautiful thing. And you know, set up a camera pointing at the the talent and was like, and everybody's like, so what do you guys? He was like, so what do you guys think of this? And they were like, oh, I mean, this looks fucking great. This is fucking Roger Deakins' amazing lit scene. We love this. This is great. Uh, this is informing our fucking render engines, whatever. And he's like, or, and he and he took the camera, turned it all the way around, and there was a garage door opening into the soundstage, and there was light bleeding in, and there was a grip standing near the near the, and he was he was lit by just natural light, bounce off the floor backlit all that and he just goes or that and and then on frame it was like 10 times better than what he created with artificial lights holy shit and he goes and he just looked at everybody he goes that's cinematography finding it damn fuck yeah or it's like he's like he's like light is beautiful enough you just have to find it and God. I was just like, that is as cool as I wanted Roger Deakins to be. Yeah, his brain is just a Norman Rockwell painting. <laughs> just like... <laughs> He's like, or, and he pans it around, and it's just... <laughs> his fucking I, hairline I could... goes back a little bit. <laughs> I get to see Roger Deakins looking at a sunset. like. <laughs> so, uh... it's, it's just a fucking constant battle between him and the sun. <laughs> yeah. That's his one mortal enemy. And he's winning. I will find you! <laughs> he's like, can we, NASA, can we fly a man into the sun? Is that possible? <laughs> just, it's just, like him, the way he would want to die is how the ending of Sunshine is. Just being consumed <laughs> by the light. <laughs> <laughs> Solar flare homicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that was, that. I loved that story because I was just like, fuck yeah, that is... That is like it, it puts him on a mythical legend level right. where it's like, of course it does because fucking I'm so glad it does because I love Roger Deakins so shout out to him. Uh, that reminds me of this. Uh, it's like a really famous video now, but there's a it's this uh, I can't remember the pianist, but it's it's a guy playing in like a filled concert hall. He's playing this piece on piano that like no one really recognizes, and he's playing it like presumably perfectly, and then like he looks at it for a second and he goes. Oh, and he flips it upside down, and then he plays like a very recognizable piece. Mm. That's funny. Yeah, finding Dude, it. 
fucking <laughs> Roger Deakin, like just for the race to the hospital scene in Prisoners, is oh. that is just the Woo. that is probably the most beautiful scene. He found it there. In cinema. Yeah, like he found it there. He's like individually placing water droplets on the car. <laughs> like, but no, like in all seriousness, oh. man, like that, just that scene. It's God. like, how can you not look at that and be like, this is a marvel of yeah. cinema? Like, yeah. Shout out to Roger Deakins. What a fucking accomplishment that movie was. Roger Deakins, nobody saw. <laughs> yeah, right. It's one of those undercover ones. And honestly, Roger Deakins has a lot of undercover clappers that are just like, if you look at his IMDb, mm. you're, you're like, like, oh, I saw that and it was amazing. Oh, I saw that too. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, like well, the first time I looked up him, I was like, this makes so much sense. It's like all the Cohen films, all this, all. And I was like, this is why those, I love this. those feel yeah. so good or those are so interesting. Anyway, but um, he is the vibe. He is the fucking the vibe. vibe king, <laughs> actual vibe king, the god of visual language. Roger Deakins himself. This one's for you. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> are we still? Pl- oh, how are we plugged in? Are we good? Uh, I think we're good. Holy fuck, <laughs> bro! That laptop's hanging on by your dad's hairline. Oh. <laughs> We lost Alexa, and the, the plant technically got kicked. Oh, no. We lost Alexa. Oh, no. The fucking... It's like having a baby on Jurassic Park. Why would you... Uh, so, I will go ahead and blame these big fucking notches on the bottom of these New Balance 327s. So Are they I'll for grip? Them. Yeah, they caught right... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just almost destroyed the whole set for those listening. Uh, it's all good. But it was worth it. We're, we're still operational. <laughs> what if that was... <laughs> the end of the podcast Roger D this Blackout. one's for you <laughs> boom and the podcast ends, ends. <laughs> the ceiling caves in <laughs> oh fuck shout out to Roger Deakey's how are we still live it's still working yeah we're fuck. good yeah okay we're good shout out to Alienware laptops for allowing us <laughs> to <laughs> anyways alright uh, um, sorry I got one more that I rewatched. um Princess Mononoke. Nice. Fucking, uh, I wanted to rewatch it mainly to compare it to uh, Spirited Away, which I rewatched a few months ago. Because mm-hmm. those two, in my eyes, are like the two best Ghibli movies. I agree. But they're like two totally different animals. Like, Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? Uh, I don't really know, honestly. Gif, Jif. We're yeah. a movie podcast. Right. Uh, but like Spirited Away is like the classic like stranger in a strange land adventure type thing where everything is foreign. And Princess Mononoke is fucking balls to the wall, violent and brutal, and yeah. you don't expect it going into a movie from that studio. Yeah, it's very, it's very brutal, and like Spirited, Spirited Away is almost like Disney wholesome. Yes, and then you go to Princess Mononoke, and it's like it's way, way different right off the bat too. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, just the like the themes of it and the overall vibe is very um, like. The aspect of Chris is afraid to kick <laughs> yeah. the video on the podcast. Yes, just the the aspect of like nature fighting back is. I just fucking love that movie. If you haven't Damn. seen Princess Mononoke, check it out. I still think Spirited Away ekes out on top. Yeah. I I still need to <clears throat> get into these animes for sure. There's probably like four that are like essential from yeah, Ghibli. Like you must see. Yeah, and then the rest are like those are good. Seeing Akira was fucking like. That, Next that, level. Yeah. You got to get into Ghibli then, for sure. Ghibli, G- Ghibli. Well, I don't know. Good movie Ghibli with Ben Affleck. Oh, uh, great! Smart movie. Studio Ghibli. Okay, so we got to get into the movie we've been watching. We're like super long into this already. Um, 
A Quiet Place Part 2. Quiet Place Part (laughs) 2. I feel like we should be able to plug these into our asshole and then just talk. Yeah. You know what I I mean? I feel like we're there. Like, Like, we have a helicopter on Mars. Wait, what? We have a helicopter on Mars. Oh, like a little drone? Yeah, but... I mean, why why can't I plug a microphone into my asshole? <laughs> at, and then, at Elon Musk. At thank Elon. Why can't microphones? I'll be your first guinea pig for cyber implantations for anal microphones. I wonder how many people are willing to give their body to Elon Musk just to, like, experiment on and, like, improve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There Get that Neuralink right in my brain, dude. Make me a fucking... Just don't make me watch your Saturday Night Live episode. Yeah, I didn't even bother with that. I saw the Wario skit. It was pretty funny. Oh, okay. I mean, um, it's Wario. It's hard to. Yeah, but uh, have you guys seen the the chimp playing Pong with his brain with Neuralink? No, it's real. Check it out. Google it. Anyways, I just want to say I could fucking kick a chimp's ass at Pong. Yeah, probably, but not kick a chimp's ass. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, A Quiet Place Part Two. Let's do it. The dude. sequel to yeah. A Quiet Place. To get out. <laughs> not really, <laughs> but, but that's what everyone for in, some reason. Or a sequel to vein. Don't Speak. Oh, more, yeah. More oh so. yeah, yeah, guys. Uh, this was a great fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. it's good, solid movie, fun, perfect it, length. The movie, perfect length. People are going back to the theaters for guys. This is the oh, one. Can I say how glad I am to be back in the theater? <laughs> Do you know why? Because your back hurts. Because my back hurts, and I miss getting fucking mad at strangers, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss that. It's fucking dude in the trailers. <laughs> This old couple next to me, who were sitting in our seats, by the way. Yeah, for starters, let's get that out of the way. Yeah. We How got- do you not know letters and numbers by the age of, like, 70? No, it's because our seats were in the middle, which is why they were chosen. But they got there early. They were like, well, no one here. I'm sure they were just like, let's just take so the no middle. No one's going to be here in the next 30 minutes. We better stay here. Yep. And so they just took the middle of that row. And so we were like, whatever. And then we just sh- sat a couple down. We didn't bother with confronting. Like, I yeah. don't even want to deal with it. I was like, it's just not that much different. We're over here. It's IMAX. You should have just looked at him and been like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just, like pay- go from the ticket to them to the ticket to them. Just, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah. Yeah. They're like the kid in the back seat during day one. They're just like, <laughs> <laughs> the kid that gets fucking murked later with via rocket ship. Idiot. Idiot. Stupid fucking idiot. Oh, an Eldritch horror? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, wait, is he deaf? It's like, no, he wasn't. He was just dissociated. Just kids are fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, back in the theater, uh, they were sitting in our seats for starters. So we, we had to sit. And then subsequently, someone came in with all their concessions, like, hey, I think you're in my seat. Oh, my God. To us. And yeah. so we're like, great. So now we got to move so that person. Domino effect of wrong seats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then they were like, oh, sorry. We were actually over here. I'm like, oh, yeah, numbers are hard. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> all good. But the trailers. The fucking trailers, dude. There was a spooky, scary, a fucking uh, spooky, scary for the conjuring, dude. And there were two jump scares in it. And the fucking man, like, audibly screamed mercy dude he said oh god are you serious she was doing the same shit she was like uh like during jump scares and stuff at the end of that she was just like oh like at the end at the end of the conjuring trailer when it like did the final jump scare like she was just like oh oh we're not seeing that you're in a whatever like it was like they had like full-on like SNL level theater conversation. They were like, like the old Muppets. Yes. Like, yeah, and, the, and then, I, I, so after every trailer, they were like, you know, reacting like yeah. fucking. And they had just 
They had Go all check the concessions. Their movie podcast. Yeah, yeah, they had all the concessions too. Oh, for sure. Just nachos, like, popcorn, not pickle. just pop- they're just a slurpee of a human being over right. there. Like they don't even make raisinets anymore. Where'd you get a box of raisinets? <laughs> yeah, like and they were just like they were the theater goer, like the yeah. quintessential consumer, like <laughs> like just gross. And then we call them big dumb stoopies. Big dumb stoopy stoop dumb shits. <laughs> Three heads, the, dude. The ad for like the movie concessions comes on right before the actual movie, and even though they've already got it, they're like, "Oh, we gotta cook." Yeah, like, yeah. Just consumers, straight up, just consumption, consumptures. Got it. <laughs> consumptures. I don't want to. The stupid cons- consumptures. Big dumb, stupid dumb consumptures. The consumption ears. Yeah. Anyways, they were awful. Um, but but to the movie, right? Yeah. To, well, in the movie, also they kept on reacting like. Like anytime, it, this movie is a quiet place, and if you've seen it, and you can probably assume there's lulls in the sound. Yeah, and in about every lull, there had to be, if it wasn't them, something in the theater, like a literal cell phone going off, Ugh. or or um, you know, them going, oh, oh no, no, don't do it, like just muttering to themselves. But it's fucking quiet, so they're two seats away, so I'm hearing it right there. Yeah, and but uh, I was very close to being like. Like shushing them in a quiet place, right? Which would have been the irony of it. So Chris, Chris just does the John Krasinski, like the fucking yeah, the angry shush, yeah, just yeah. the fucking the shaking finger, the shaking like pressing it against my lips so hard. Yeah, you the break jo- your yeah. front teeth. Yeah, the John Krasinski to the guy praying in the opening, <laughs> like um, but yeah, and then they left in the middle of the movie. Did you notice that? Yeah. It's like, yeah. what happened? Dude, it, like... They're like, we right? haven't seen the first one. We just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> right before the third act, they were like, we're out of here. It's too quiet. <laughs> they, just, they just fucking went, num, 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 num. That's enough movie and left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, huh? Time to get my lunch of candy. So fucking weird, Have dude. you ever... Have, okay, this happens to me. Welcome back to Chris Gets Mad. Right. Have you ever... Someone does something that makes so little sense to you that it makes you mad? Yeah. That course. is one of those things where it's like, were you here to make me mad? Were you here to just be this weird malfunctioning robot? Like, oh, shit, I'm an extra in, in the Truman Show of Chris, and, I, <laughs> and I'm in the wrong place right now. And they just move? Where it's like, why did you leave mid-movie? Yeah. Both of you. Whatever, dude. That was fucking... <laughs> They You're were, needed in the town square. Oh, yeah. gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't... Anyways. It, but I do have to say, this is probably the first movie... I, I mean, Godzilla would be a, a hard argument, but this would be the first movie that I feel like, oh, I'm back at the movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, it was a pretty full fucking crowd. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. The six-foot uh, thing did not apply to this theater, I guess, because like people were... Apparently we were one or two away Dude, from them, and six, then to you, social distancing doesn't necessarily apply. You have to leave at least one seat, which is not six feet, not at all. And then you also a don't... six foot seat, so a bench. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like one seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then also, you don't have to wear masks in the auditorium anymore. See, that confused me because I walked in. I saw it yesterday, and I walked into the theater, and I was wearing a mask. And I walk in, I turn around and try to find my seat, and I see like a sea of eyes that are not wearing a mask look right at me and they're like mask i was like yeah fuck you yeah like yeah. fuck you fuck a man it's just a piece of cloth if yeah. it bugs them they can eat shit but anyways uh uh yeah speaking of the six feet thing the our theater arrangement the seats in front of us the guy's head was basically in my lap <laughs> i don't know if you noticed <laughs> yeah, like yeah. when he when he leaned back it goes like halfway into the row like so, he was literally. I could have gone pop right on the <laughs> like, right on the top of his head. It was right there. I just wanted to be like, 
Yeah. I so badly Bongos. on his bald head wanted to just <laughs> during like a really quiet scene, just all of a sudden start hitting his head. Anyways, so so glad to be back in the theaters. Yeah. So let's talk about the actual movie. Day one. Bruh. Yeah. Had to get a little John Krasinski in there. This was a fucking awesome scene. And an awesome way to start the second film is to go back to day one. Yeah, because we never got to see that, too. Never got to see it. And it was a good choice to not see it in the first one. It would have been obvious to do day one and then flash forward to, you know, current day or whatever. Yeah. It was fucking smart to begin the sequel with day one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Great sequence, dude, and I, I like the camera work. John Krasinski is the fucking man, dude. Like he, he did good. He killed it. Yeah, he is a fucking director, dude. So apparently, he got tricked into doing this. By the way, did you know about that? I yeah. I saw a quote a while ago where he said he wasn't interested in making a Quiet Place two. Yeah, but that's all I know. Yeah, basically, he but was then like, money. Right. Oh, uh, did, yeah. How do you get tricked, dude? Money, just yeah. money. Yeah, money. Or they invited him in. They were like, "Hey, so we're doing this and blah blah." blah. Do you have any ideas? And he's like, "Yeah, here's a few ideas." He just kind of like threw some out there, and they were like, "Okay, well, you're gonna write this now." And he's like, "All right, but I'm not directing it." And then uh, he just basically exactly. But then he he basically uh, he, his quote was like, "He got Jedi mind tricked into writing and directing it," where he was like, uh, he basically just got coaxed and like not like he didn't want to do it, but he got." snafood yeah he, he like fell into it and was like yeah i, I will do this this does sound fun now so he got jedi mind tricked into it well i'm glad it, it happened dude imagine his fucking residuals for the office and then bags like he doesn't he didn't need to do this at all no but fucking a man and and he's doing masterful work man like i can't yeah say like seriously give me any horror film that has a good sequel yeah hmm that's a hard one Wait, you want you? Sorry, did you say any horror film that has a good sequel? Yeah, uh, right. I'd, I'd have to really think about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'd have to actually Re- think. I, remakes come to mind, but yeah. that doesn't really count. I mean, like only like like gore fests, like Hellraiser two. Uh, I guess Aliens, but Aliens, Aliens isn't Aliens is a solid series, but it's more action than horror compared to Alien. Right. Mm, to me, th- this might be the best sequel to a horror movie. It Conjuring. Might just be- oh, dude, Saw two. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take that out. Sorry. Okay. Damn it. I'm yeah. sorry. That's yeah, fine. Um uh Conjuring is a solid series. Conjuring? Oh yeah, dude. I fucking love yeah. the second Conjuring, but this is definitely a better film. Yeah, I can agree with that. And um, I, I might even argue that this may be a better film than this than the first film. I that's my feelings on it. Yeah. This is like the Dark Knight, dude. It's pretty good. Um I I'll talk about the opening scene again. The Wonder well, I love Wonners. There was an egregiously bad cut. Yeah, in that that was like when it went from the pickup to the police, John Krasinski oh, talking yeah. to the police. It was like this weird motion blur, fucking right on the impact frame morphing. No, it was right before that when he gets out. Of it the just car. has a, an orange bar across it, like rasterizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like it, it was like buffering, like yeah. buffering next shot. Um, and while I love a Wonner, most of the Wonners were used in the trailer. So I felt like yeah, I was just so watching like the trailer, a... which sucks, Ooh. man. No, which... honestly, man, I was fine with it. I was fine. I still enjoyed it. Like, especially that fucking shot with the, the bus coming towards. Dude, that was really good. That oh, was that, real, by the way. That was like Naughty Dog levels of, uh, like, just spectacle. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you're running from something, and then you yes. see the alien popping out, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit, there's more shit. Yeah, it's like... Uh, like like problem on top of problem, yeah. which I love, but it and her performance in that too, where she's just looking back, like Dude. trying to be strong for the kids, 
and then also like re- driving in reverse at yeah. the highest speed she possibly can. She fucking acted her ass off, dude. That was the only take they did of that, and that was oh, the one really was, yeah. And, awesome. And it's because she was actually terrified of, of the that bus stunt, of the fucking bus coming at her at forty miles an hour. Yeah, which was real. God. Oh my god! Yeah, so that take was the one they used, and it was that was the one time they did she it. She fucking according to the internet, killed it, dude. That that she was great in this. She great, she was fucking great. Oh yeah, and that shot is fucking like iconic to me already. Totally. Like it's like that. That was just yeah. She per, like perfect. Per uh, per. Why can I speak? She um permanently had tears in her eyes. This whole movie. Yeah, yeah like every shot, though, but Br- just man. like the brimming tears. Yeah. <clears throat> Any actor that can pull that off. Yeah. Then. There was one shot that I thought was a little corny when, like, I think she shed one single tear and that was CG. Oh, but I loved it. I it loved CG, it. But it was too perfectly timed. Like, I mean, editing, you can do that with editing. I might have been real, but I swear I was just like, oh, come on. It, it was the climax of the film, which it was great. Sure. I but it was great. Emily Blunt acted her ass off. It was fantastic. Man, she fucking killed it. Was great. It, dude. So. And- like what I love this little universe that John yeah. Kaczynski sort of built. I know? love it might that. Be a trilogy. Oh, that would be cool if they I, finish it out. I don't yeah. think there's any doubt about it after yeah, the second the, one. After the like the second one ended the same way the first one did. It's really abrupt cliffhanger. Yeah. Where, I, I want to go back to the ending of the first one. Fucking cheese ball. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say. You I mean, mean when they turn on the amp and then they turn on the amp to go? Oh, this is how you take away their head armor and shoot them in the head. And then the last shot of a Quiet Place One is a swarm of aliens coming up the farm, and it pans up to Emily Blunt, and she smirks like fucking Rambo and goes, and the movie ends. I was like, that's corny. That's implying like she's gonna wipe out all of these aliens. Which, by the way, they didn't address in this movie. That's true. I didn't. They, well, they, they I didn't just, remember there was that. No, there was I no. I don't think they were all running towards the farm. I just thought that they heard. Nah, just security, a herd of aliens on the security cams. Mm. They see like two or three coming over the hill towards oh, the okay. farmhouse, like literally right outside the door. And she just goes, and the movie ends. I was like, a little corny. Like she becomes action Rambo at the end of like a horror film where they were Does running she the smirk? whole time. Basically, I, I just watched it. I don't think she smirked. You watched Cloud Place One. Yeah, last week. She cocks the shotgun and she goes, take this, alien fucks. Yeah. And that's what happens. She's like, oh, I'm all out of bubble gum. (laughs) Um, I'm all out of hearing aids and... But I've got bubble gum and this is what I'm... My hearing aid. But he was confident. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The mood was confident. The mood had shifted from terror to like, oh, this is going to be easy mode. Yeah. Big gamer moment coming up. Yeah, yeah. That she just dooms the rest of yeah. the yeah, Just first <laughs> person stretch. Fucking Mick Gordon soundtrack starts playing. Fucking nine string. That's how the end of Quiet Place is. Yeah. The end of Quiet Place is. With Emily Blunt. Written and directed by John By Jim. Written and directed by Jim from The Office is what it says. Just fucking ripping them apart, dude. Yeah. But, uh,. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that, I thought that was super corny. And plus, they didn't address that. It was kind of a pothole in, in the first, in this movie, where they didn't, they just kind of pick up in the farmhouse and they didn't address the fact that I guess they were taking out a ton of aliens. I guess they whatever, just retconned that very last like minute or so. It's a bit, you know nit- what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's a bit nitpicky, but whatever. Um, uh, uh, back to the the day one sequence, though. Sure. Um, and we're introduced to Killian Murphy's character. I thought that was well placed. If Love there's it. anyone I want in an apocalypse scenario, it's that dude. Yeah, yeah. Twenty eight days later. Yep. Fuck yeah. Shout out Killian Murphy. 
Killian Murphy, and he was fucking amazing in this. He was great. His yeah. eyes, his dude, eyes, dude. dude. So his he's, fucking he's got, facial hair he, that goes up to his eyes. Yeah, like, <laughs> but he's his eyes though. He's got he's got some. His eyes tell the lies that tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> his eyes look like the gym from Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they just get lost in. I'm him. like, dude. Oh my, will you marry me? When he, when he <laughs> looks like, at me, it's just fucking. Yeah. Just getting sucked in. <laughs> like, oh, dude. Um, He's like, it's not even hard. I don't have to try at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, even uh, Chris Nolan was like, oh my God. Yeah, he's great. Like, do you want to be in my movie? <laughs> shout, out, shout out Peaky Blinders, too. Great show. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Uh, shout out being one of those shows that is always like re-edited by like right-wing guys on Facebook that are like, I'm a real man. And it's like Killian Murphy and Peaky Blinders. Dude, there's this great... Uh, Instagram called hetero cringe. You should follow. Oh, yeah. It's oh, it's stuff like that where it's like, oh, big boy testosterone. Like s- someone that is unironically posting stuff like that. But yeah. It's like I'm a real man. Like I have a beard or something. It's like that kind of stuff That's ends up I on feel. hetero cringe. It's so funny. But anyways, uh, Killing Murphy's great. Yeah. Back back to day one though. What something that slightly annoyed me was immediately John Krasinski knew to be quiet. He- Yes, yes that, and that bugged me. And the bit. first impact with the cop, he doesn't react. He just turns around and runs, which instinctually makes sense. But also, he's not like, "What?" Oh. Yeah, it was. It was like actor moving to his next mark. Yeah, and I get there's a lot of moving parts when you do something like that. So maybe that's what's going on. Where it's like it's tough to hit all the things you need to hit in a shot. Yeah. I get that, but yeah, I felt the same way. Like in the in the cop was eighty yard that took me out of it. Oh, I didn't he? notice I that. Didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah. that was rough. I was just like, "Oh, this is awkward." He's like ADRing, like you gotta get out of here while he's being sideswiped. And it like, was, but it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it was the the way the cop car just pulled up, and he's like, "I gotta talk to John Krasinski now." Right? Was it yeah, like, Why we're a small he? town. We know each other. I'm just the cop, and he's the dad. Yeah. Hey, Rob, what's going on? Well, you see, there's an alien. <laughs> 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 oh, chop, chop, chopping yeah. right back to his car. <laughs> just the Tom Cruise run. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. The chop. <laughs> yeah. Instant Tom Cruise run. Just hard arms. <laughs> just knife arms. <laughs> he's just fucking he's, chopping, he's dude. He's slicing the air for aerodynamics. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's running like the dance instructor dances. Yeah. He's fucking just he's got a fucking slice through the air. He's like he's like put a windbreaker on him and you just hear fucking <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Fucking chopping. Or like the Flash, where he's like throwing thunderbolts and shit as he's running. Yeah, God, sick. I fucking love that scene. Anyways, um, day one sequence was pretty good. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're at the opening the, scene. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, There's the guy who's like looking at the asteroid. It was still yeah. annoying that um, that he knew to be quiet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basic instinct. Maybe they'll hear you and and come yeah. in and kill you. We but, all learned that from Jurassic Park. Right. Yes, but at the Essential same time, viewing. like it was. Yeah, it seemed like, oh, I know, be quiet. It's what how it felt. I think they did what they could to sort of convey that idea in the short time they had, but it was still a little too quick. Like, they're all in the restaurant, and the monster's right there, but it's not attacking anybody. So he's like, oh, it must... I assume he's his character's thinking, oh, it must be blind. And it, 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 well, it may just be like a... Um, uh like a, a physical reaction, like when you're in shock like that, is to be True. quiet, yeah, and then to you know try to avoid like yeah, if he hears that we're in here, maybe he'll come, yeah, through. and like especially the guy that was like praying, mm-hmm. like th- that was the scene where it was like, dude, d- don't do the qu- the shush fucking mat face right now. It doesn't make sense. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah too I, soon. Agree. I agree. Hasn't I agree. been established in the u- universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But anyways, it was cool to see the fucking alien rip through and kill him and shit. Yeah. The monster or whatever it is. Yeah, I liked how uh, unforgiving the violence yes, of the alien was. Just, just like, just needed to silence whatever was making noise. That's all it was. You know, the, the crazy part about this and like the, the, these, the series of movies is that... <laughs> Sorry, but that alien is me in a movie theater. Just me just being like, shut the fuck up. And just like, I'm just, my, my fucking skeleton opens up to reveal like these crazy ears. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Honestly, I'm not a big fan of like. I mean, I'm fine with the design of the aliens, but I don't like the, I, that they roar. No, I agree. That doesn't make sense for like what the alien is. The clicking, though, that's I sick. love that. Yeah. If they just did that only, that would be way more terrifying. I found the design of the alien to be very eerie. Oh, oh <laughs> fuck! Too bad you already fuck. kicked the plant. Woo! Comedy, baby! I fucking love comedy. God damn it! Fuck dude. yeah! This movie Nailed must it. have taken place on Lake Erie. Fuck yeah, dude. Ow. Fuck yeah, dude. God damn it. Dude. Dude, we're, we're fucking good, we're man. S- fuck. Welcome back to this comedy podcast. That's the show. Dude, I've got to... We, we got to end Check it. me up at... Ch- check me up. Check me up, doctor. Check, ch- check me up at Hyenas in Dallas. Uh, coming in hot on the stand-up routine. I won't actually be on stage. I'll be in the crowd sort of helping the comedians. Because yeah. you know how they love that. Chris will be at the Chuckle Hut next week. Anyways... Well, we're on comedy. Here's a business idea. It's it's a mail sure. escort service. It's called hotmail.com. <laughs> Great. So that's it. Great. That's your email. It's alexwilson69 at hotmail.com. Don't forget the 69. Yeah, it's important. So the design of the aliens is pretty great. I'm not a big fan. I think they're whatever. Like I like the aspect of like the important part of their biology being yeah. shielded, but yes. the overall design of them is a little like boring. It's basic. I agree with that though. Yeah. When I said great, I was just segueing back into the conversation. Like I actually don't like it either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it was like the teeth and like you said, the roaring doesn't make sense for them being annoyed by sound. Yes. Yeah. Um and like they're like I'm here to their brothers and their brothers are like shut up like it would be scarier if they were mute and were yes, like, exactly mm. yes like, they and need, they just did the clicking and they had no teeth yeah I think and they just beat the fuck out of things like the teeth even was like too slender man for me not even slender man but it was just like too like it's too like juvenile horror it's like oh I'm yeah. out the teeth yeah it was yeah. like venom yeah it looked like venom yeah. to me I was just like oh okay just... I, I think that there was a better way to do it but like still these movies. It's not the monster in these movies that makes it. It's the fucking. It's, con- it's the concept. It's the relationship uh, it's the of the family. It's the fucking yeah. fam. And there's it's not. It's a. It's not a story about the aliens. It's a story about a family. That's always what they say for marketing. Yeah, I, I like the aspect of like when they do show the aliens. Like it's almost never like just a shot of the alien. It's a shot of someone reacting to what's happening, and the alien is there, yeah. and they're running from it. It's. I don't know. Dude, shouts to the boy, man. Yeah, holy, he killed it. Holy yeah. fuck! Was Great he actor. Good in this. Shout out to Honey Boy, uh, the Shia LaBeouf movie. He was also yeah. he also played the young Shia LaBeouf. He's, nice. he's a great actor, dude. When he gets his fucking foot caught in a bear trap, hits the hardest re of all time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he fucking, fucking re. <laughs> he fucking hit, he, dude. And I love the unforgiving violence of a kid getting in a bear trap, and also the opening of the last movie. A kid gets murked in the first opening. Yeah, like so. It's like, oh, John Krasinski hates kids. Yeah. Basically, he regrets having kids. Is what he's trying to say. But he, I think, what that establishes is like, oh, that means nobody's safe, right? You know what I mean? Like when like, you do they that keep in the, the universe, baby in a box, like yeah. Yeah, but when you do that in the, in in that universe, it's like, oh shit, they killed the child. Yeah, in the opening, 
Yeah. And then in the opening of the, basically in the opening of the second movie, he gets a fucking bear trap on his leg. And it's like a violent, no music, fucking just Just screaming. Just screaming. I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah, and you know it's something that, like, that's a debilitating thing that takes him out of the plot as a major, like, moving character for, like, the movie, essentially. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, that's now the plot. Right, exactly. Okay, now it's going to be, now this is going to be an issue. Right, his survival for this. Yeah, and so much about, uh, the series is like the little issues that come up like sure. with, with everything that they do and even the fucking the that barrel thing that they're sitting in like how that like if you if it latches closed if you close the door yeah. right like the even oxygen that, tank yeah uh, yeah there you go it's um like surviving is hard man fuck, fuck yeah dude <laughs> dude but i want to go back to the re part mm-hmm. um dude his fucking performance on that dude awesome phenomenal. yeah Just sheer fucking pain dude you yeah. would think john krasinski literally put his leg in a bear trap yeah <laughs> yeah like uh, he's a method actor so yeah <laughs> he's like he's like do it do it rolling and and just fucking oh god <laughs> he fucking hit it though it and, yeah good. and also emily blunt reacting to that and trying to get him to stop and like covering his mouth and feeling bad for her child yeah and like having to be still having the motherly instinct of being like oh i know it hurts and then like the survival of like you have to shut up yeah. like that was great, great uh, scene. and then killian murphy just like watching through his sniper yeah. scope like <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot dumbass fucking hit my bear trap yeah. and they don't they also they don't talk about that that that's probably killian's bear trap but they don't mention it I'm well, like hey man thanks for getting my fucking kids and it's like it's it's not like she just went i understand why you got that bear trap which she probably does but it's it's funny to me that they went into his territory triggered a trap triggered two traps really yeah the sound trap and then the bear trap one and then they didn't really address the fact that that fucked them up for a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hey we're in a real bad situation now because of your shit i'm in a wheelchair basically yeah like <laughs> but, but it made sense yeah i understand it too but um have a conversation about it yeah yeah <laughs> bring it up maybe bring it up like like yeah that's all and there's like an awkward dinner scene they're like so my son's fucking foot <laughs> they, they did bring it up though they were like well luckily it didn't hit, hit the bone oh yeah and he was like how's he doing you yeah know? but it was like it was almost like but a, it was obvious i don't think that conversation needed to take place i guess not but i guess it's just such a given in that universe that like survival is paramount that like fuck everything else sure yeah for sure moving along um that I, dude is that a good idea to give that baby that much fucking oxygen or i'm no doctor but probably not um, I mean, it lives I in a, it, it's living in a box already. Probably not great. Yeah. So I have a feeling they didn't, you know, consult as many scientists on this movie as they did for Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like um, if that could just get babies to stop crying, that would be more of a prevalent thing. That's what it it was for. That's its intent. No, it was to block the sound if it was crying. As oh, I thought the oxygen was to like sedate it for a second. That's what you're saying. No, oxygen, because when you close it, it's... it's, it's no, I get that. I don't know yeah. if it's oxygen. Is that what it is? Yeah. I assume because when I'm, they close it, it's soundproof. Those she, the, the baby needs oxygen inside. If it's airtight. Oh, yeah. It's airtight, yeah. Oh, I thought it was to put the baby to sleep. I thought it was like... They were giving amnesia to a newborn. Amnesia. Like, I, I thought it was fucking... <laughs> uh, <laughs> anesthesia. Oh, oxygen. That makes sense. I'm an idiot. You thought it was fucking like NOS? Like nitrous oxide from the dentist. What, is fucking what's the <laughs> shit that they give you to, to put it like when you're at the doctor's nitrous. office? Nitrous. Nitrous oxide. That's what yeah. I just said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, not that. What's the thing at the dentist? What I just said. The nitrous. Fuck. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'll repeat it. Nitrous. What's the thing at the dentist that they give you? Nitrous. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They were giving nitrous to a fucking three month old. <laughs> 
They were giving him sulfur hexafluoride. Just dosing him, hitting him with the whippets for the fucking. <laughs> Turning into Stevo. That's, that's why I was like uncomfortable with the whole situation. But uh, that makes a lot more sense that it's just oxygen. No, it was just oxygen. He's yeah. like, this baby's getting fucking lit during yeah. the apocalypse. The baby's like, fuck. He's gonna be gonna be going to a lot of fucking. He's uh, Stevo, the baby. What if he slips it off in the box? What's it? What? What Bummer, if he slips dude. it off in the box? The box. Then that, he's a stupid baby, and that's natural selection. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb baby. I told you, baby, don't take off your mask. Yeah, there's like a little pacifier in there. He's a right wing baby. He's like, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the CDC. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, the, the baby is dosed with oxygen, I guess. Um, moving along, though, what, what else we got? We got the uh, so the, the daughter now becoming like like her dad in trying to find a sort of escape for them. Yeah. Figuring out the message from the radio. Yeah. And sure. there, there was even, even more so like, first off the correlations between this universe and the last of us, like the clicking aspect of the aliens, but also like her character, like losing the father figure and then like finding through like the journey, like another father figure, like inadvertently. Yeah. Like I liked that. That was good. Aspect of it. it yeah. I also like that she became, they both, towards the end of the movie, in yeah. the climax, became like the heroes they needed to be from their father. I loved the teamwork Three. of that. Yeah. Three. Speaking speaking of like climax, climaxes. <laughs> I'm uh, coming. Basically, uh, I love the way there was a lot of uh, like triple montages like like uh, during the edit like during the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. montages it would go from the boy to them to the mom three simultaneous yeah. conflicts coming yeah. to their like culmination and climax simultaneously chris nolan's like yes exactly yeah, yeah. i'm gonna say nolan does this really well too where it's like three separate battles are happening and you're cutting between each one checking in right on at one the of apex them. of it yeah love that and they all come together and finish it at the I love when you come together. It's all all tense at at, at the right time. It's great. Together at the right time. That was a really... They they did that really well in this movie. Yes. Um, Yeah. Uh, So I kind of want to jump forward. One thing I want to complain about. uh, The aliens were fast when they needed to be and slow when they needed to be, which is annoying. Where, like... You know, they would in hear the, in the bus. Is that everywhere the train? in the yeah. whole series of the movie? And granted, you know, you can chalk that up to alien lord mannerisms or whatever. But like in one, like in sometimes it's straight merciless, merciless, yeah, and merciless, and fucking just doesn't stop and doing like a hundred yard dash to swat a guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then sometimes it's like I'm gonna creep close to you slowly, and that's like horror 101, I guess. I get yeah. But also, I think. One thing that Twenty Eight Days Later does, where it's like they, there is no in between. There is no. They slow. are ruthless. They are savagely ruthless. They are not going to give you opportunities to kill them. Like they are not going to stand down, etc. Yeah. Right. Like in this, I, I saw a lot of moments, like in the bus, like you said, like she knocks over something and then it's creeping down the hallway, totally. as opposed to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So that would have been a little more, obviously, a lot more intense. But it's like. Yes and no. I get it though. Like you know, it's she's trying to load the shotgun and he's getting closer and closer. But if it was seen from a distance, wasn't maybe the it could just amp keep on running being turned know. on in that moment? Didn't she turn on the amp in that moment when it got closer? But, but she, not before that. She wouldn't be able to hear it if it was from afar. True, true. But I, I did love love how they were like out of focus in the background in some shots too. Yeah, love yeah. That. Like in, oh, the, yeah. in the opening one and then also like in that bus scene, you just see it and fucking bug the fuck out of me anytime uh she i loved her silent sequences her like 
Um, but like when it cuts sound and you're yeah. just from her perspective, oh, yeah. Yeah. love them. shit like that. That Loved was it. That was right whenever a cell phone went off. Is the first. Time. Of course it <laughs> is. Cell phone went off, but also that was one of the scenes where it went silent and then you slowly saw it in the background and I heard the woman see it and it took her a long fucking time. I saw it right away. I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. And then it was like 10 seconds later, she goes, (gasps) (laughs) oh my God. I was like, oh my God. I was just so in between bites of popcorn. Just like, yeah. Took her so long to see that. Sorry. In between inhaling popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, she has a big fuck it. Like she essentially just has a paper towel roll. Yeah. Yeah. This movie, we're gonna see that movie. Just, <laughs> just inhaling bo- a vacuum of popcorn. Have you ever sneezed while eating popcorn? It's no. the most foul sneeze you could ever. <laughs> I'm telling you, next time you're eating popcorn, open a thing of pepper like you're in the 1920s and sniff it. And then I want to have a popcorn sneeze off. Is basically what I'm getting at. All right, down. Sounds great. Um. So, anyways, uh, that scene was really, really dope. Uh, that actress, by the way. Uh, She's actually, she's obviously actually deaf, but she went deaf from a uh, a medication overdose when she was little. Oh damn! Oh fuck! It's terrible. Yeah, giving uh, that baby too much nitrous. Speaking of her, speaking of her, um, in the first movie, it was her idea. Spoiler for the first movie: when John Krasinski had his death scene, it was written in the script that he just says. I love you, and then starts screaming. It was her idea to say, "I have always loved you." After that, and that's and it made John Krasinski cry. Damn, to fuck. to hear that idea, and I re- went back and rewatched that part, and I was like, "Oh fuck, man!" Yeah, the, it's, the it's, delivery, it's the always. It's the yeah, the and the actual delivery, motion, the motion of always, and he's like, signing it to her. Yeah, and like the way their relationship throughout that movie, where yeah. it was like. She didn't feel it's as complicated. Loved. Yeah, and, and then she felt to blame for the for the kid. Yeah, <sighs> woo. It, it's, for me, it's the always, always yeah. love and then you. the oh. ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, and then hits the second hardest <laughs> <of> all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just goes yeah. and then the alien's like, "Shut the fuck up, bam, bop, <laughs> bonk." <laughs> he just bonks. You're him going on the head. to noise jail. Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> noisy jail. You're going to noisy jail. Bonk. Uh, Dude, okay. I do want to say this. Uh, just about the movie itself, not necessarily like, you know, what happens in it. Um, whenever they decided to push the release of this movie... Dude, this was supposed to come out like a year ago. Oh, it wow. premiered March 2020 in New York. Wow, did not know that. They didn't yeah. I remember seeing the trailer with that one or like forever ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the first trailer dropped and then they just let it go. They were like, all right, Right whenever uh, we started going into lockdown and everything, they were like, okay, uh, we're going to push this release date a year. It was the first movie to do that. Damn. Wow. They were, the, they were the first to be like, let's just hold off an entire fucking year. Shout out to them. And they didn't give us any fucking trailer. They let us forget about it for a few goddamn months, which is the big brain move to go. Absolutely. Marvel! Which brings us to Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, dude. We've seen that trailer for the upteenth time. This, Of course it was in this movie, because it was in every movie. It's in every movie that we've seen in the theater. I'm gonna, Since 2020. Yeah. I'm gonna go after Scarlett Johansson like that creepy Bjork guy. Dude, I can't wait to not watch it. 
Yeah. I am not going to watch this movie so fucking hard. If I could anti-purchase a ticket, I would do that. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, I, I will you just go to the theater like, give me money. Yeah. Uh, give I, me $7.50. I will purchase. I'm not watching this. I'm almost like, I, you know what? I'm going to purchase a whole theater worth of tickets and then Except go get it. And then Black go, Widow. It, it, no, go purchase them all for Black Widow, then go in there and demand a refund. <laughs> so like, oh, this is sold out, and then I'm like, nope, it's not. <laughs> you just do that for every screening. for every single screening. I'll fucking just dig myself into credit card debt to, <laughs> sp- to spite Disney and Marvel. Yep, but dude, I'm sorry, but do not subject me to the same trailer for a fucking year. Yeah, and that's obvious, dude. Yeah, that is just so. It's like it's not the same trailer though, Chris. You see, oh yeah, they cut it. Four yes, times. they've recut it, and now it's all new every time. Oh yeah, sure. New music this time. Yeah, dude. sure. Bum, 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 with a Russian choir instead of brass instruments. End me, dude. I'm just like I can't. It's literal torture to watch that for so many times. That's what they do in North Korea now is they make you watch the Black Widow trailer over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And, but then they never release a movie. They just keep... What if they just perpetually oh never release God. this movie and kept showing the trailer? Like, like we're stuck in the year 2012 and we don't know it and yeah. like Black Widow is always on the precipice of release. Yeah. And like, like you said on one of the episodes, like we're in purgatory and the only thing that matters is that movie getting released and it never will. It won't. And it never will. All of that to say, I think Quiet Place made the right move and just let us forget about it yes. for a year, essentially. What a concept! Yeah, we're not overexposed to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're not. It, I, we're not in this state where we already have superhero fatigue. But you don't need to remind us that Black Widow exists for a fucking year. Also, it's Black Widow. Yeah. Why would I? Avengers Four just happened, and you want me to watch the solo Black Widow movie? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's like, let's go back and do this. Or it's just uh, like, I'm done with all of the superhero stuff, man. Like, uh, even after Invincible, which was like good. I've but heard still, great things about it since you've recommended it. Still has the same type of thing that with the boys and Watchmen, where it's like, what if they were in reality? It's the same concept. Yeah. And yeah. I'm exhausted on that. I'm exhausted on the anti superhero superhero stuff. I, th- yeah. I think they could have just done the Watchmen in terms of like that perspective. And like, that would have been like the apex of that you know what i mean yeah sure whatever dude i mean when you have like <laughs> fucking over dude y- there there are parodies now of you know superhero stories and stuff and not just the anti-superhero stories it's just it's oversaturated dude so bad over it so anyways black widow is gonna be fucking not watched by me yeah yeah <laughs> that's the best you could say it's it'll be not watched yeah probably just not watched um all right back to the movie Anyways, back to Quiet Place. Uh, couldn't they swim in the first movie, the aliens? I don't think they ever established that. I think they did. Did they? Uh, you rewatched it recently. They, they waded through the water before sure. they were just like. Argh. But if but if they probably weren't able to swim. Oh, like they were touching the bottom, like it was shallow enough or something. Yeah. Okay, so I have a, cu- a few questions then. So so the, in the first movie, they went through water when it was shallow enough. Yeah. You positive? Yeah. I don't remember it was any in the, water. It was but... in the basement. Okay. Oh, you're right. All okay. right. It's not like signs where they touch water and they're like, Bleh! yeah. Because right. I was like, I was watching this uh, and thinking like, oh, they just like fell into water and uh, they're they're fucked. They're like, just really well, clumsy aliens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay. They probably sink and they can't like exactly. swim back up. But True. in in the basement, it's like you know. Oh, okay. It's like waist level. That's fine then. Okay. So in the first one and in this one, water falling deters sound and allows them to. Which is a true around. thing. Sure, I get that. So in the first one, 
they're near a river and she in they're talking and he's like it's okay the water is muting us or whatever and then in this one she uses water to escape how come nobody lives near waterfalls in this movie well they live on an island i mean that works but like <laughs> like i just like john krasinski knows that in the first one and decides to live in a farm yeah also did they get rid of the all the nukes sucked. like <laughs> The nukes? Yeah, like did the, like when the aliens landed, was the American government so blindsided that like they like they hit the Pentagon first or something, and then like now what do you what do you, what do you want them to do? Bomb America. <laughs> what do you think would happen? A, really? Okay, so turn the world into a nuclear fallout. No, just America. Just middle America, Chris. Just, just bomb ourselves. Who yeah. Needs them? For and, the sake and, of the world? Do you think that's an American thing to well, do? Well, also the Bering Strait. They could bomb that <laughs> so that they can't make it to Russia. I don't even... Okay. Okay. I don't know. I just Write like, it like, in, like, John like, Krasinski. Ta- like tactical nukes that only hit the aliens where they are? No, you're going to hit some people. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's collateral. It's a fucking alien invade. Have you but, seen I mean, Independence Day? But, but yes, but they're everywhere now. You're saying just bomb wipe- all of America. Okay. Also, it would ruin the concept if they lived next to a waterfall. It would just be a wet place. <laughs> yeah. The entire concept is that they need to be quiet, Chris. That's a good sure. point. See, yeah, there wouldn't the, be a horror that's movie. That's the title of the movie. A moist know? place. What if the trilogy, the like the third movie in this series, is just all the people on the island just having a good time until the very end when the other alien shows up? Killian Murphy comes in and it's like, oh, wait, so this is where it picks up and then movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, just live on the Hoover Dam. I really wanted to, them to expand <laughs> on that, that island a little bit. That would have been funny. But it's anyway. like, oh, so everything just needs to be loud. All right, guys, this is your new home. Yeah. <laughs> the brown noise machine. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, just playing death metal nonstop. Um, that would be a funny, like, we have to have a perpetual death metal festival so that the aliens don't come. <laughs> then Rings of Saturn plays. Yeah, there's book, book constant death metal nonstop. Like, they cannot stop. Band after band. <laughs> no sound checks. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so... Uh, I wanted more of the savage people, dude. That was cool. That was a deep lore element that they just like skimmed the surface of. Yeah. I was kind of pissed about it. Why? Because I was like, I don't want to see this. I mean, it's a natural thing that I think you would see in that sort of uh, fictional landscape. I'm not here to watch a movie about West Virginia, okay? <laughs> I, I like that there was, but they were bloodshot, implying maybe like they were e- feral feral or like something's uh, fucked up with them cannibalism maybe yeah mm. but i loved the trap that they set for killian murphy like Love that at first you're like what are they even gonna fucking do and then you see it and you're like oh shit he's kind of fucked ew yeah. an ugly child and then a little bit more of the savagery of humanity is what i wanted where yeah. it's like when civilization falls every man for themselves tribe versus tribe clan versus clan group versus group that stuff I love that stuff. Where it's mm-hmm. it's Last of Us, but it's, totally. it's like the. I was gonna say Walking Dead. Oh, who's the real monsters? That shit. I'm tired yeah. of that specific yeah, question. That, that's why I was like, I'm I'm over this shit. I yeah, don't want to see any of it. But this. I at least wanted. I just wanted like little remnants of it. Like they saw someone in the woods, or there's they felt tracked, or yeah. they felt followed, or they would find traps. It expands like the human universe. Made, like human made traps. Totally. Yes. Like I would have loved for them to have to avoid more of that type of stuff, um, or like. I, but I did like the the little girl that trapped them. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think in this movie it was just enough because like look, we've seen that story so many times with you know feral people. I can see that you know derailing a whole fucking thing. Like it, it was just like ah, oh. like I was ready for this whole sequence as soon as that started, 
and I was just like, "Fuck, they're about to get captured and go to a place, right, yeah, have to escape, and then fuck, you know, yeah. like." But I, I love that like, escape scene. Oh, that was, bleh. dude, that was sick. But it, and it all happened right there when it needed to, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah. yeah. The you. pacing we, of this was so fucking good. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it when it needed to, also, we talk about this a lot. Yeah. Solid ninety and got the fuck out, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. That shit gets me hard now. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Just like you did it. You 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 told your story and you and that's that and you got out of our business before we got annoyed with you. Yeah, yep. if like trim the fat and fucking just nice lean horror film ninety it. minis. Yep, just just solid call it a day. Just solid and yeah, loved it. Hashtag ninety minis. Hashtag ninety, <laughs> 90 minis. Ninety minis, bro. I like that when they get to the island, it's like picturesque, happy. Like they're like sweet Nothing. Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and just immediate alien merc. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I would I would have loved to see that. Dude, you know what would have been really funny if the feral people like purposefully like th- just their traps were air horns. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Like you just step on something like like oh shit there's a giant loaf of untouched nature's own whole bread <laughs> and then <laughs> fucking burn. Yeah. Just fully triggered like the aliens with just one single air horn. That's all I got. Great. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the entire time. Like, they're, they're in the woods, and then just, you just point the air horn towards where they're going to be and then drop it and leave. Yeah. yeah. So what is the... <laughs> just oh, throw shit, an the, air the horn. Feral, the feral yeah. humans are here. Yeah. Fucking burp. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, I thought we were going to see something like weaponized versions of them, like ones on a leash and shit like that at some Ooh. point. That's what I was thought it was going to allure to with like the feral people. At one point, I that thought could be like cool. they've developed, you know, oh, we've trained one, we've or, figured out how to control the sound, yeah, yeah. Or something like we've this one's on a leash, and I don't know, fuck <laughs> we now. just gave this one some headphones, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like the cat ear gamer headphones, <laughs> 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 fucking beats by Dre, yeah. or just like little AirPods, yeah, just sticking out, <laughs> big old little, they AirPods. go under the air, the uh, the little skull arm, yeah, they're like the normal AirPods don't work, but the AirPods Pro with noise cancellation. <laughs> yeah. You, fucking, you can do whatever you want with them once they're controlled. You just play a little, this certain frequency, you just fucking, and then. And the fucking West Virginia, like, you can fuck them too. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't, we know, we're not gonna, do, like, but oh. you can. I'm just saying if you want to. I'm not saying we did, but I'm just saying. You get under that armor, it's the same I'm, shit. I'm just saying there's like four holes in their ears. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you ever clap an alien? <laughs> uh, Adrian Brody's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Everyone from Species is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fun fact about the first movie, it actually, the original screenplay only contained one line of voice dialogue originally. Cool. Wow. But they obviously changed that. But fun fact, uh, this was almost in the Cloverfield universe. What? The monsters look Cloverfieldy. Yeah. So um, at one point, uh, while this was being pitched, uh, Paramount was considering including it in the Cloverfield franchise. But the the sequel... To Cloverfield was being made at the time with John Goodman. Right. Oh, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Fucking awesome movie. Great yeah. movie. And they they were like, well, maybe we can. And they tried to. And then I guess in later drafts of the script, they were like, yeah, never mind. This should be its own thing. And, yeah. then, and then it was. Probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's too look high at, concept. Look at the Cloverfield paradox. Remember that piece of shit? I never saw it, but I, I heard it. bad. We saw it, it together. Was, it was Chris. Netflix, right? Well, there you go. <laughs> Wasn't memorable. It was Netflix because Paramount didn't want to release it. They were Eesh. like, this is terrible. Netflix, do you want it? They're like, sure. <laughs> like, yes, give us the film. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
<laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is bad. Let's not release it in theaters. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's. I think that's about all I got on this movie. Uh, anything like... Um, I, I Okay, so I definitely feel like it's going to have a third one, for sure. Yeah. I don't think yeah. there's any doubt about and it. And it should. Just finish out the trilogy. And the first one was the same thing. A solid 90-minuter. And I think they're they're well done little... It's it's conceptually high, and I enjoy it. Man. And it just puts you in a lot of stressful situations, and uh, mm-hmm. I feel like... Dude, John Krasinski has it, man. And I definitely want to see what he does next. Like, obviously, he's going to do the third one now. But, like, fuck. I can't wait to see what he does after after he's done with this little franchise. I yeah. feel like after three, though, it should be... Yeah, I agree with that. It's got to be totally. Trilogy. Yeah. Trilogy's good enough, yeah. He's apparently got ideas for a third one, so we'll see. Good, good. Yeah, Shout after this, that. I have a lot more respect for him just as a director in general. For this sure. was just such a good movie. Yeah. Right, written yeah. and directed. So, yeah. And honestly, I can't say that I've like I've seen a horror movie recently that was this good. It was solid. Good shit. All solid right. movie. Shall we Bing. do uh is it cinema with Marty Scorsese? All right, you asked for it. <laughs> is it cinema with Marty Scorsese? Everybody, this is where we ask. Is it cinema? Instead of asking whether or not you liked it, you loved it, or a ten out of ten, three or star, whatever, five star. It's either cinema or not. Cinema or not cinema. Alex, you go first. This is cinema. God is bless it. Very clearly cinema. Good old summer fun, ninety minutes horror film, solid piece of wholesome, conceptually high, well executed cinema. Absolutely one hundred percent cinema. So now we must ask. Hmm. Does it belong in 4-3? Now, this here, we've all agreed that it is cinema, but the second tier is the be-all, end-all, man. Is Just this, shy of Hall of Fame. Is this going to go on the fucking DVD shelf? Is this going to be something that you want to own? Next to things like Roast of Flavor Flav Uncut and I Now Pronounce mm-hmm. Chuck and Larry. Exactly. Is this? Does this movie belong in 4-3? Is nah. it 4-3 for you? No? Nah. It's not. It's it's a wholesome piece. It's good, and that's it. Okay, I guess I ended the game. Uh, it's, it's it's solid. It's got to be a unanimous thing. If it has, okay. has to be four three unanimously for it to. Well, we don't even get to hear whether you guys wanted it or not. Doesn't even matter. Alex. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you're right. Ask me. None of this matters. No, ask me. Does the movie? It belong? doesn't matter. Yeah. See, there you go. All right. So it does not belong in four three. Not in my opinion, or any of our opinions. Apparently, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So shall we do dumb movie title, the DMT for A Quiet Place? Yes. <clears throat> I'll go first. Go ahead. An occasionally very loud place. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I've got, excuse me, could you turn it down, please, too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got The Silent Treatment. Nice. I've got sh- The Movie. And I've got Shut the Fuck Up or Die. Nice. Silence of the Yams. <laughs> All right, where's oh, my... Oh, man, ass? Silence of the Something would have been a good pun yeah. somewhere. What's a it's, yam, though? It's like an ass cheek. <laughs> or a right. sweet potato. Yeah, that's where <laughs> my head went. Uh, should we do... I Okay, should we do game? Yeah. Actor game? Uh, budget. You want to do budget? Yeah. All right. Alexa's dead on the floor, so maybe we'll She's consult like... Google. <laughs> she, got, she got hit by my ultimate yeet of the entire podcast. She got taken down by one of the fucking sound hating monsters. Yeah, I kicked the table that holds the laptop, the plant, Alexa, the, the mixer, and the entire mixer of our podcast. 
and well. we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> we made it. Cut to like the destroyed audio file of this, this is episode. About, yeah. <laughs> this is about survival. I'm like, that was a great episode, guys. And I go to play back the file. It's just fucking. Anyways, dumb movie title for A Quiet Place 2. Nope. Already did it. We already did that. I am brain dead. Same. Uh, budget. Feel you. Budget for A Quiet Place 2. I'm going to guess hmm. $25 million to make this movie. That's a good guess. Thank you. It should be insulting to you that I called it a good guess. Also correct. Wrecked. I'm going to go... Uh, I'll go first so that I can <laughs> make my guess. Piggyback off my guess. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I can just put right in between you two. I'll go $35 million. Say thirty million, you cunt. Seventy-five million. What? Okay. Watch it be like a hundred thirty million dollars. Hey Google. Oh, hold on. It's so fucked up. <laughs> this was a used Google, by the way. A used AI. Don't worry about it. Hey Google. It's already much, broken. How much did the movie A Quiet Place Part Two cost to make? According to Wikipedia. <laughs> I, it, it got unplugged or something. Hold on. Try it again. Hey Google, how much was the budget for A Quiet Place Part 2? Here's a summary from the website Forbes.com. The $61 million budgeted A Quiet Place Part 2 is about to open with $49 million over right. the Friday to Sunday. Josh wins. $75 million. I'm mad. Yeah, that's 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 a big budgie. It, dude, it was huge. A huge granted, budget. I guess this was before Pandemic. And True. It's a, and it's A Quiet Place Part 2. They're going to yeah. put a lot more money into the sequel. Yeah. I don't like that it's called Part 2. Just call it 2. Why is it Part? Yeah, some like the subtitles me about of sequels. It. Because you can't call things 2 anymore. Like You can't put the number 2. You have to do Roman numerals or sure. or call it something else. The like, second. Like Ascendance or fucking yeah. Transcendence. or Why? You know what I mean? Why? Resident Evil Extinction. Yeah. Annihilation. You can't say Resident Evil 9. People yeah. will be like, this is getting ridiculous. Exactly. Well, I said Part 2. I have a business idea, Alex. Oh, shit. Oh, Let's hear fuck. it. All right. Do I give myself music? Yes. I'll do it. Fine. Um, David Blaine, he's going to have a new show where he hides dead bodies. It's called Abracadaver. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> we thought you'd like that. <laughs> that's really good. Can I tell you one of my other business ideas? God damn it. You're going to one-up me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right. He's like, that was great. Here's one better. So this is The Last Temptation of Crust. It's a sandwich shop where <laughs> you have to be Catholic. That's so much better. You great. asshole. Oh, nice. shout out to that. Actor game. Actor game. Let's do... Emily Blunt. Oh, fuck. All right, let's go. Uh, Let me go first so I can just be out. Go for it. Uh, Divergence. What? She was in the Tom Cruise movie, right? Tom Cruise? Oh, live, die, repeat. That's not it. And you're out. Fuck. Divergence? It's yeah, like, isn't it's that... Like, it's like the Hunger it's Games ed- thing. Ed- edge of Tomorrow. You're wrong. Damn it. That's it. Edge of Tomorrow. A Quiet Place. Um, Disney's Jungle Cruise. Okay. Smart movie coming out. That is a smart looking movie. Uh, I like the poster for that. Sicario? Yeah. Um, (laughs) The Devil Wears Prada. Nice. Uh, You sound like the fucking alien. Clicker. I'm out. That was quick. Can't think of any. Got another one? 
Emily Blunt. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, what's that Jack Black movie? Gulliver's Travels. Mm. Nice. Is Alexa still plugged in? Alexa. What are yep. some Emily Blunt movies? Here are a few movies playing near Dallas today. <laughs> a Quiet Place <laughs> Alexa, two. shut the fuck up. Cruella. Technically, Spiral. she said it's Spiral. Ale- and Demon Slayer. Alexa, Mugen shut the Train. fuck up. Please. <laughs> She's like secret. She's like trying to sabotage it. She's ah, fuck it, dude. Doesn't matter. Uh, well, she's injured on the ground also, which isn't a good place to be for whatever we anybody. Ca- we captured AI abuse on film for the, <laughs> the thousand. We'll be the time. first ones eliminated during the robot uprising. Yeah, oh, like, sure. it'll be like a quiet place. Except what did you just call be a me? big robot asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it'll be like that TikTok robot voice. Yeah. That, like, comes oh my at you god. Fucking. Anyways, thanks for listening to the fucking podcast. Tell a friend about us. Share a clip. Hollywood's unofficial podcast. B. Later, Toads.